It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You are locked on magic. Your daily podcast on the Orlando magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is August 11th, 2020. My name is Philip Rossmark. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at philiprr-omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about what the Magic need to do to get themselves ready for the playoffs, including a lineup change that is long overdue but seems on its way shortly. We'll also talk about how the Magic are going to use these last two games to get themselves ready for the postseason, as well as give a quick preview of the Magic's game against the Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday. That is a 1 o'clock tip-off, so hopefully you listen to this episode before then. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Brooklyn Nets heading into Tuesday's game? Check out Locked On Nets. Want to listen to hear what the Milwaukee Bucks are up to after their loss to the Toronto Raptors? Check out Locked On Bucks. We'll be talking a lot about them coming up in the next week. No matter what your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. To search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It is your team every day. 
the Orlando Magic haven't been whole. And that, that's, that's an understatement, of course. Um, they haven't been whole for much of the season. Injuries have been the storyline of the year for the Orlando Magic. They've dealt with injuries in the bubble, too. Aaron Gordon out. Michael Carter-Williams out. Evan Fournier out. They're all listed as doubtful for Tuesday's game, and I don't think that they will play. As Steve Clifford has said, the number one priority for the Magic is to be at 100% health. But another reason the Magic have been, haven't been whole is because Markel Fultz hasn't been in the starting lineup. Markel Fultz entered the bubble late. He had to deal to a personal family matter, an excused absence, before entering the Disney campus. And so he joined his team late. And considering all the concern about getting guys ready to play and, and the different conditioning levels that everyone was at, again, Markel Fultz did his work. He stayed in good shape, but shape is different than basketball shape. The Magic were struggling to keep him to get him caught up. Always, though, with an eye on the playoffs. His minutes never really eclipsed 20 minutes per game. Um, they've been bumping up slowly. That is until Sunday. Sunday night, Markel Fultz had perhaps his best, not perhaps, he had his best game inside the bubble. The Orlando Magic needed him, and he delivered in several ways. Fultz scored 16 points in the game. Adding uh, 10 assists, I believe, as well. It was a, I don't want to say throwback performance because he probably hasn't had a throwback performance at this point. Um, But it was a Fultz performance that we expect from him, that we've come to expect from him. Throughout the course of the, the campus, Fultz has definitely kept the team at a faster pace. He's been put in some lineups that probably don't maximize him as the Magic's bench has been a little bit depleted. And the numbers suggest that the bench hasn't played particularly well. And Fultz, and the Magic haven't played particularly well with Fultz on the floor. Some of that is certainly that Fultz is still getting back into game shape. And it is clear that he is because he has struggled at times to make shots. And, and his timing's just been a hair off. His defense certainly has been a hair off uh, for much of the, the time in the campus. But Sunday seemed like a real turning the corner moment. It seemed like a time and a place where Fultz was in control of the offense, in control of his pace, able to get up and down the floor, and, yes, able to play significantly more minutes. He played 27 minutes in regulation and all of overtime, getting up to 32 minutes for the game. And Fultz said after the game, he felt very, very good. Um, I think it shows a lot of it. You know, I feel really great, you know. Um, I think it's just me communicating that to the medical staff and I'm just, you know, evaluating, but I feel really good out there. You know, I've been, I feel like my win is really good. Um, so I'm just staying patient, you know, and just, you know, being smart. Fultz admitted to some frustration with how slow things are going, with how slowly he is re-entering the, re-entering the rotation. But he understands it. Fultz's whole career, his whole basketball, professional basketball career has been about patience and waiting and, and trying to work his way back from something. He understands what the Magic are doing and Steve Clifford essentially made it very clear after Sunday's game that eventually it's going to happen, that it is in the plan for Markel Fultz to return to the starting lineup. Steve Clifford said that Sunday was by far Fultz's best game and that he was very impressed with him as well. It should be noted that Clifford, who's usually pretty strict about sticking to set rotations and and set plans, went with Fultz to end the game. It was very clear that Fultz was going to help the team win. And he gave him the call. Not only that, he gave him the call to defend Jason Tatum, which 
Probably put Fultz in a bad spot where, yes, Tatum was able to hit a bunch of shots over him, but still shows a tremendous amount of trust. The way Steve Clifford described it is the Magic have a plan for Markel Fultz. They have uh, benchmarks that their medical team wants him to hit um, before they'll release him to play more minutes and before they can put him in the starting lineup. And Steve Clifford made it fairly clear that they're going to stick to this plan. That the Magic are not going to deviate from the plans that they had created and the plans that they had set. They're going to carry on with what with with this idea or with, with this with these benchmarks that they have set, whatever they may be. But he said essentially, we will tell you when he's ready to play, and he will be and essentially, you know, reading between the lines a little bit, he will be back in the starting lineup once he hits those benchmarks. I don't want to get into the medical stuff. I don't want to get into conjecturing where he is at medically or to, to question the decisions of the Magic's training staff team. If he is not medically clear to play more than the 25 minutes that he's playing essentially right now, then the Magic should not play him more than that. If that's what the workload dictates, if that's what the data says, that's what the Magic should do. To my eye and to what it looked like on Sunday, it is time to put get Markel Fultz in the starting lineup. It is time to make this Magic lineup hole and to maximize this team and to get it ready for the playoffs most of all. Markel Fultz needs to be playing the majority of the minutes. Fans were rightly, in my opinion, rightly hard on DJ Augustine for the close to Sunday's game. Again, as I said yesterday, DJ Augustine was plenty aggressive and I don't mind the aggressiveness. I just think he, I think he made bad decisions down the stretch and I think he generally can count on him to make good decisions. But it is undeniable that Markel Fultz gives this team a different edge. That when Markel Fultz is on the floor, the team plays at a faster pace and they're able to execute their sets better, especially with the starting lineup. Markel Fultz does make everyone better. And now that he has a strong game under his belt, now that he's been able to show that he can play a 30 minute, play 30 minutes in a game, it's time for the Magic to start getting ready for the playoffs. And everyone knows Markel Fultz is a big part of that. It's big to have Kel out there because, you know, he has, you know, I think two hours in the front, two hours in the back. So, you know, you just always got to be ready for him to, you know, look for the, you know, make the plays offensively and defensively. His arms are so long. You know, you always, you never can count him out from, you know, getting a steal. And just orchestrating things, you know, on, the, on both ends of the floor. You know, and as his conditioning get up, you know, we'll be, you know, he'll be more active than he is now. But, you know, we think he's going well as far as, you know, orchestrating things and, you know, running the second unit and just making sure the guys are in places and getting across the coach. Magic forward Gary Clark there speaking after Sunday's loss to the Boston Celtics. As he said there, though, Markel Fultz is a true difference maker. He is a true playmaker. And when it comes to the playoffs... It is not necessarily about how well you run your sets because everybody knows what's coming. You can hide stuff, and and certainly that's going to matter, being able to run your sets even when everyone knows what's coming. But what the playoffs are truly about is improvisation. They're truly about being able to beat a defense that knows what's coming and to playmake. The greatest struggle that this Magic team has is a lack of playmakers, a lack of improvisers, a lack of players that can just create out of nothing. Markel Fultz may be the one guy who can do that. Now, he's probably not at a high enough level to necessarily win a playoff series or carry a playoff series. But he is the one guy that the Magic know can create off the dribble. 
Watching him on Sunday in transition especially, you could see how he uses his change of pace to create space. How he's able to kind of read a defense even when they're dropping way low on him to create separation and get his shot off. You can see how he's able to kind of change, keep defenders off balance even with all that space to get to the basket or to cause the defense to collapse around him and dish it out to the perimeter. You can see all of this. And I'm not here to tell you that Marco Fultz is the most important player for the Magic in this playoff series. That's probably going to be Aaron Gordon. But Marco Fultz will have a big role to play. The thought that did come into my mind as I was watching Sunday's game was I cannot wait for playoff Marco Fultz. Because I think he is one of those guys that does have another level to his game that the playoffs might have to might have to, you know, scratch out of him. The Magic obviously need Marco Fultz. DJ Augustine has done a good job, but he doesn't get the team playing at nearly the pace that they need to be playing at. To be the most successful, pace is what matters. If the Magic are playing up-tempo, they're running through their sets quickly and with intensity, they're much better and much more efficient offensively. When they're playing a little bit slower, when they're slower to get into their sets, they struggle a lot more. Markel Fultz, while the numbers don't always reflect this, Markel Fultz certainly gets the Magic into their offense quicker. He certainly does pick up the pace, and he certainly does attack in a different way. To my eye, Markel Fultz is ready to start. To my eye, Markel Fultz is ready to play more minutes. I'm not going to say that he should, because if the medical staff says that he shouldn't, he should not. The medical staff should win the day here. There's bigger concerns, of course, uh, at play. But if he's given the all-clear, if he's given the all-go, these last two games, Markel Fultz needs to be back with that starting unit regaining chemistry that he hasn't been able to get uh, playing in these games off the bench. Because when the playoffs begin next week, Markel Fultz will be at the center of it. Before we talk a little bit about how the Orlando Magic are preparing for the Milwaukee Bucks at this early stage, let me tell you a little bit about CBDMD. It doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Hey, that's me. Everyone needs support to make it through their day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic, if this is what you're into. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need when it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, 
alternate routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow alternate routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. So the Orlando Magic have two games left in the seeding round before the playoffs begin, and they already know their playoff opponents. This is a bit odd. Um, You know, usually the playoffs aren't this settled, both at the top and the bottom. Sure, maybe the one seed kind of knows when they're going to be the one seed. Maybe they clinch ahead of everyone else. It's rare that the eight seed isn't battling all the way to the end of the season, and, and probably even rarer that they aren't playing for something in their last few games, or certainly uh, with a week to go before the playoffs. Um, you know, last year the Magic clinched a playoff spot on a Sunday. They had a game on. A, they had their last game on a Wednesday, but so much was up in the air that they could have actually climbed up to the sixth seed um, at the end of the season, or on the last day of the season before they settled into seventh, thanks to the win over the Hornets. It's a bit odd that Orlando knows exactly what they're going to face and still have to play two games. Now, the easy question here, the easy answer to everything here is is that the Magic should rest players and and get themselves ready. And and that's exactly what the Magic are going to do to some extent. Steve Clifford said after the Magic had clinched a playoff spot on Friday night that the the plan is to make sure that they are 100% healthy because there's no way they're going to compete or beat the Milwaukee Bucks or Toronto Raptors, now the Milwaukee Bucks, if they're not 100% healthy. So don't expect them to throw Aaron Gordon out there unless they are certain he's ready to go uh, because they need him for the playoffs. You know, same with Michael Carter-Williams, same with Evan Fournier. Again, they're all questionable. Clifford said that Michael Carter-Williams did some of the team's activities on practice Monday. Um, the, the Magic had a lighter practice, not a lot of physical you know, playing uh, because of the short turnaround before the 1 o'clock game on Tuesday. So again... I'm not expecting Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier, or even Michael Carter-Williams to play before the end of the season. Maybe a quick, 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 you know, run on on Thursday, if anything. But it's a bit awkward here. Because again, there's not a lot to play for, and the Magic already know who they're going to play. Now, Clifford also added this. The Magic have begun some preparation for the Milwaukee Bucks. During the hiatus, Steve Clifford said that the one, that he did two things. First, he studied his own team, uh, you know, did some of the off-season evaluations that he normally do for his team, just really dive deep into his team, what, what went right, what went wrong, and how they can continue to improve. He also said he and his coaching staff also began to dive into, some of, into their potential playoff opponents, the Boston Celtics, the Toronto Raptors, and the Milwaukee Bucks. So they have done some work on the Bucks already, or at least the coaching staff has. Really, though, Clifford said the only advantage that knowing who they're playing at this point is their staff and the staff that's still at the Amway, working at the Amway Center can put their playoff book together, the vaunted playoff book, with details about everything that, about the Bucks, plus any clips that they want to show players and show the team um, together now 
so that they'll be ready to go immediately on Friday or possibly even earlier. Perhaps there's an opportunity to test some things out or try some things out that they might try in the playoffs during these final two games. But make no mistake about it, these final two games still mean something for the Orlando Magic. They may not mean anything for the standings, and frankly, I'm half expecting a sort of scrimmage atmosphere where the Magic won't play their starting lineup in the fourth quarter of, the, uh, fourth quarter of these games. Uh, I am half expecting the Magic to kind of let the, the deep bench guys finish games off once again. It'll be sort of like the scrimmages. The starters will get their work in, but they may not finish the game. Clifford did not comment on that. It was not asked about that, so I'm not going to put words in his mouth. But the Magic still see value and importance in these games because they're still working to get their rhythm back. And especially after four straight losses, yes, the Magic want to win. Yeah, it's tricky because of the fact that... um... You know, guys need minutes, too. I mean, we're still, to me, we're still getting, guys are getting into rhythm. And um, last night was good for, for a bunch of people. Um, it's definitely hurting, I guess, our chemistry in terms of guys playing with their playing groups and like that. Um, but again, I mean, that's, that's the way our league works. Injuries are a big part of it. And I actually think the guys are handling it well. Uh, moving forward, we still have uh, two games left, so we want to just keep trying to get better and uh, use these games to get in a rhythm and uh, work on our good habits. Um, and then at the end of the day, we, you know, we pretty soon here we're gonna have to start focusing on Milwaukee and getting ready for the playoffs. So, um, you know, like I said, we still have two games, so it's tough to just shift our attention to Milwaukee right now. But uh, pretty soon here, that's what we're gonna be doing. Magic coach Steve Clifford alongside. Magic point guard DJ Augustine there after practice on Monday. Indeed, the focus isn't fully on Milwaukee quite yet. There obviously, game plans will start to be installed and discussions have already had. Clifford said they did talk about the Bucks. It is the shadow certainly hovering over the final week of the seeding round in these final two games coming up Tuesday and Thursday against the Nets and Pelicans respectively. Orlando certainly dealt with their fair share of injuries that have disrupted playing groups and rhythms. As we mentioned before, Markel Fultz not yet playing with the starters. That is certainly part of the playing rhythm question too and the playing group question as well. And so this time this week should be spent getting the magic ready for the playoffs. However it is, however it looks, this needs to be a time to fine-tune this team to play with high intensity, to build the good habits that they've all talked about that will get this team, give this team the best chance it has to beat the Bucs. Because yes, these games don't mean anything. The only thing they mean is perhaps for draft position, which, you know, losing might be better in that sense. I don't subscribe to that, so I'm not going to even entertain that thought. These games don't have any playoff meaning. But they are still important in building the momentum and focus necessary for the playoffs. We spent all last week, as the Magic played, the Pacers, the Raptors, the Sixers, and the Celtics, all teams that will be in the Eastern Conference playoffs. We spent all last week discussing how the Magic struggled to meet the intensity of those teams readying for the playoffs. How they struggled to kind of lift their game up. The Nets and Pelicans won't offer the same kind of litmus test 
but it's still a chance to build the habits and build the intensity necessary to ultimately succeed. And that's what the Magic are focused on this week. This week is not about the Bucks, although they hover in the background, and I'm sure there will continue to be discussions and some, some game planning for them because that's ultimately the only matchup that matters, the Milwaukee Bucks. But the Magic have their work cut out for them too. And they got to take care of themselves this week to get themselves ready for the big game. Before we chat a little bit about Tuesday's game against the Brooklyn Nets, it is good to have sports back. It feels like it never left. It's been a crazy, it's been a crazy run of sports over the last few weeks. The MLS is back tournament, of course, ending Tuesday with Orlando City taking on the Portland Timbers. Go, go Lions. Vamos Orlando, I should say. And finally, with sports back, we can all get back into the game. My bookie has up-to-the-minute odds on all your favorite teams, and with the start of Major League Baseball, along with NFL around the corner, the NHL playoffs, and the NBA playoffs, of course, there's ever been a better time to start playing. With my bookie, it's easy. You bet, you win, they pay. Feeling good about your cha- your team's chances this year? Be sure to check out my bookie's World Series future bets. Nothing shows you believe in your squad like betting on them before the season's even begun or before it gets too deep into it. Smart bettors are always looking toward the future, and in this case, that means basketball, hockey, and football are all available on MyBookie. They're already accepting bets on your favorite NBA, NHL, and NFL games. There's never been a better time to start exploring the world of online sports betting. Join today, and MyBookie will match your deposit 100%, plus they'll toss you a free $10 MLB future wager. All you got to do is enter promo code LOCKEDONNBA when signing up. Again, go to MyBookie and use the promo code LOCKEDONNBA when signing up. Remember, at MyBookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So when the schedule came out, we all assumed this game, this penultimate game of the seeding round against the Brooklyn Nets, would essentially be for the seventh seed. Well, Brooklyn took care of their business. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks and LA Clippers in upset fashion and kind of ended that discussion. In fact, they did end that discussion. The Brooklyn Nets have clinched the seventh seed. The Orlando Magic have clinched the eighth seed. So this game has no meaning for either team. And if you look at the injured list, that's going to be reflected in that. Of course, the Orlando Magic will be without... Aaron Gordon, Michael Carter-Williams, and Evan Fournier are likely out, out with them. They're all listed as questionable for the game with their various injuries. The Magic received another injury blow on Tuesday, on Monday as well. Terrence Ross 
left the Disney campus to go seek medical treatment. Uh, the way the Magic described it is NBA physicians on site suggested that he go off site for, uh, for testing, to, for, for, for an undisclosed medical issue. So he left the bubble uh, to go get tested on that. Um, it, I, I saw that Terrence Ross was on Twitch and, uh, you know, he, he put on Instagram that he's doing all right. Um, so it, it appears that if, that he's either back in, in the Disney campus or heading back to the Disney campus, he will undergo a four day quarantine for re-entry for an excused absence before he can play again. So he's out, he's officially out for Tuesday's game. I imagine he will also be out for Thursday's game because that's within four days. Um, but hopefully he will be ready. He will be cleared and ready to play again. Uh, for the playoffs beginning Monday or Tuesday. So the Magic likely without Terrence Ross, um, a, a big injury blow. The Magic are going to need Terrence Ross. It's hopefully a minor issue. Hopefully nothing came of it and, and that he is good to go uh, in, in, in for the playoffs and good to go for this team. Of course, he'll have to sit through the quarantine and, and you know, Godspeed for him getting through that again. That's just, that, that quarantine does not sound fun. The Brooklyn Nets will also be without several key players. Karis LeVert. Jared Allen, Garrett Temple, Jamal Crawford, J- uh, Joe Harris, all listed as out for Tuesday's matinee. The Nets appear to be resting a little bit on their laurels. They've clinched the seven seed, and they are going to give these key players a little bit of rest, make sure that they are 100% healthy before they take on the Toronto, same, Toronto Raptors, same philosophy that the Magic have. So the Nets will be without four of their top six scores within the Disney campus since the season resumed um, when they faced the Magic on Tuesday. The Brooklyn Nets have played some incredible basketball, so don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't think that this is a cakewalk by any stretch of the imagination. The Brooklyn Nets have played incredibly well. They beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Granted, Giannis Antetokounmpo did not play in the second half of that game. They beat the LA Clippers with, Paul, with uh, Kawhi Leonard playing. Paul George, though, sat out that game. But they have played very, very well. They've found their identity. They're playing at a very high tempo. They've got a lot of great shooters. And they've been able to put a lot of pressure on teams and make it very, very hard for them. So even without all those players, don't sleep on the Nets quite yet. But having said that, A, the Magic matched up really well with the Nets anyway. Um, I think that their defense does a really good job on them. And they've, you know, even though the Magic haven't been great defending the three-point line, um, their defense makes it hard for them, uh, especially when they lock in on the pick and roll. Um, Without those players, without those key players, the Magic should feel like they're going to win this game. Um, And and I think, obviously, the Magic are putting a premium on trying to win some games and trying to get their guys right and in rhythm. This is a game where, just like back when when the season resumed last week, this is a game where the Magic should should feel like they can they can really put the screws on them and, and impress and get a big victory. Orlando certainly needs it. Through all the craziness of this past week, the Magic are still two and four with two games against non playoff with against two teams against with records with lose, with records under five hundred teams that they have done very well against in the past and still have a chance to go four and four inside the Disney campus. Before the season before this season resumed, I said three and five is probably what's going to happen, and I gave that a 50-50 shot of uh, winning the seven seed. If they go four and four, I thought they'd have a very good shot at winning the seven seed. That obviously, it's not going to be the case. They have, still have a chance to go four and four. They still have a chance to, you know, essentially break even in these games. Now, you know, again, 
Disappointing they didn't get the wins against the quality opponents. Certainly disappointing they didn't get that win against the Celtics. That was a very winnable game. A game that they actually had in their pocket. And that's a game that the Magic have to win. But the Magic have been very good in these exact situations. Taking care of business against the teams that are worse than them, essentially. Or under 500. Magic are about a 500 team. Maybe a slightly below 500 team in reality. So this is a game that the Magic should feel like they can win. Now, granted, I would count a win as when the starters come out. If the starters come out after three quarters and they're up by 15 and they end up losing by two because the bench players can't hold on to a lead, you know, yes, that's not a win in the standings. That is a win in my book. (laughs) Let's be clear about that. I expect the starters to dominate this game, to play with a lot of focus. They've been playing a lot better. This team has generally been playing a lot better since the Toronto game. Um, they played well against Philadelphia, just couldn't finish, just couldn't get to the finish line. They played well against Boston, had that game won, and made some critical mistakes. If th- this team needs to get itself right for the playoffs, this is a perfect opponent to do it. Let out some anger, let out some frustration, execute, and frankly dominate. Uh, that's 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 I think what the goal should be for the Orlando Magic in this one. Tip off is at one o'clock, so it is an early tip for this game. The Orlando Magic taking on the Brooklyn Nets with just two more games left in the seeding round. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hit your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places on the podcast to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore Amin. Of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We'll have complete update, complete coverage of the game on the website, as well as throughout the game at omagicdaily on Twitter. Tomorrow, we'll have a complete recap of the Magic's game against the Brooklyn Nets. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Wright. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.